With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Why do you sound so weird? I don't know. <laughs> is that your announcer voice? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Grand Roots Boards. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just really super, different. I'm super, you know, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm excited. Just, it was really different from every other intro you've ever done. But okay. Well, on. you know, I tried it. It's been three years of, of basically the same intro. I guess more like... Two years and uh, two and a half years of the same intro. So I was trying to spice it up. Thanks for making me feel terrible about okay, cool. it. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge, I guess? I am, but I also okay, want to let you know before we get any further when I go Justin Timberlake on your ass. Oh! Oh, wait, you can say it. Yeah, I can say that. Oh, that. Ah, dang it. I, I just wanted to let you know that when I retire, yeah. I'm going to come back and sign a one day contract with Craft Food Sports so I can so- go out. With Grassroots Sports. <laughs> just, just so you know. Awfully nice of you to do that, man. Humbling. <laughs> I'm going to blow up. All but the one I'm day. Make sure I remember my roots. All the one day contracts this week for <laughs> no reason whatsoever. <laughs> just a, a fan circle jerk on one day contracts. <laughs> Does nothing for anybody else. A fan. Hey, you retired a chief. Yeah. Oh, cool. Were you going to think of him as any other player? You were. Oh, really? You were going to think of uh, Charles as a, a Raider? Is that how you, he was going to go down in your mind? No, I don't think so. Oh, good times. All right. We got a great show for you guys oh, coming you up tonight. Okay, deal. Thank All you. Right, cool. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys coming up tonight. We are doing an interview later on with Pat Capel, who is eating 1,000 Skyline <laughs> Conies in a year. Uh, and we're going to find out why we that's all like this whole thing. When that popped up, I was like, I just why? need to ask this dude why. So we may just ask him why. And they'd be like, great. Thanks for calling in, Pat. Talk to you later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. We'll music bring the music up back again. up again. You what know. up, PJ? Scott says that your scooter in the jizz voice. I, I tend to agree. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it on that one. Scooter in the jizz. All right. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Here we go, everybody. Uh, we've also, uh, we're going to talk, we got some awesome stories in Upper Deck. Uh, we're going to talk some NBA playoffs, some Stanley Cup action. Um, who knows what else? But before we get into all that, Scott, stuff. I will go ahead and turn it over to you for uh, our Would You Rather this week. 
Alrighty, and <clears throat> our Would You Rather is inspired by the fact that our show is going to be a little different and the fact that yeah, there'll be some sports thrown in, but we've got a lot of other random stuff. So this <laughs> week, inspired by our interview and that random stuff, would you rather be forced to eat 1,000 conies within a year, like our interviewee is attempting to do right now, or would you rather have somebody spoil the ending of Endgame moments before you see it for the first time? All right, so I'm uh, I'm in a, a rough spot in this one because I'm about 11 years behind on the Marvel Not Universe. Not about. You are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. I, none of them. I haven't seen any movie, so I am 11 <laughs> years behind, 22 movies back uh, from Endgame. Um, so I would personally rather just have that spoiled because it's going to be spoiled for me anyways by the time I get to it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're supposed uh, to wait till the end. Give, give No, wait. It's Leave some fine. mystery. We'll get, Leave some no, mystery. it's fine. Everybody oh, knows. Every time we do Would You Rather, it always ends up the same where we give our answers and then at the end we're like, yeah, nothing changed. No, it's okay. the same. Fair enough. Uh, it's, it's pretty much just a weird consumer candidate where everybody knows what's coming anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These two idiots are going to consume. They never can. Uh, but I'm interested to hear your perspective on this one because you do love yourself some Skyline. And you're also one of the biggest Marvel fans that I know personally. So I'm interested to see more how you were going to go on this one. I haven't given my final answer on this in my mind. I, I'm not really sure because it's true. I love both of them. And when I first heard the number, when you said, hey, I found this story and I looked at it, I thought a thousand's not that many. And then you start doing the math and we've talked about it off air you think about how often that means you have to eat Skyline. Three, you got to average about three conies a day for an entire year. Uh, by the way, PJ says I'm at uh, Avengers Startgate. That's where. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start telling people. I'm be like, yeah, I, I just started uh, Startgate. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, three conies a day for a year and is so a lot. many conies. Like, no matter how much I like Skyline, at this point, I only go there. There, back in the day. I was going once a week, and, and once a week I might have three or four, but that's not even close to that's being normal. on pace. And, and for those of you that are outside of Cincinnati that are listening to us on 12 Ounce or, uh, or tuning in on Facebook Live, Skyline Chili is something that's unique to this area. Cincinnati right. Chili isn't real chili. It's basically a, a gravy that instantly gives you diarrhea. It's a magic potion. It, it, it really just looks like diarrhea. It really does. It's the one of the few foods that looks the same going in and coming out. And uh, it, it's delicious on, on those sandwiches called hot dogs. It's delicious on spaghetti. Mm. <laughs> By the way, Chris America, shout out Chris America joining in. He wants to know, would you rather have a movie spoiled or a sports score that you're waiting to get home and watch be spoiled? That's a good question. Mm, man. Depends on the movie. Yeah, I feel – okay, so Endgame or um, like let's say the Braves are in the World Series. It's game seven and I you're not be, able to watch it live. I wouldn't live. be able to watch. I, I wouldn't – I'd find a way. They'd, you're would, not able to. You're, game it, seven. You're, you're, all devices are – there's no power. You just don't have power at your house. So you oh can't get gosh. online. You can't watch TV. Uh, everything around you is closed. So you can't watch game seven or Endgame. Uh, which one would you rather have spoiled? Uh, Braves have disappointed me plenty of times. Give me the score. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many times that they've come up short. I would just expect, all right, Braves lost. What was the final? How did they blow it this time? Uh, well, that is 100% I have, I have where more I'm faith in the people at Disney and Marvel than I do in anything Atlanta Braves. So there's your All right, we'll get your votes in on our Twitter, at Crafty Sports, or on Facebook. Uh, would you rather eat 1,000 conies in a year or have the 
end of Endgame spoiled for you. And also to answer your pet your uh, question, Patrick, no, a hot dog's not a sandwich. But Mike is on heavy drugs, so there you go. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the beer of the week. Uh, beer of the week is brought to you by uh, First Pour, and that's brought to you by Dugout Mugs. And guys, we've got the hook out, hook up, or the hook out, the hook out. It's the hook out for you. <laughs> the button hook from uh, <laughs> Dugout Mugs, just for you. And all you have to do is go to dugoutmugs.online/craft, and you're going to get ten percent off your entire order. You don't have to put in a code. You don't have to do anything special. You just go to the link using dugoutmugs.online/craft. And you're going to get 10% off of your entire order added directly on. So go on over there. As you can see, if you're watching us, we drink out of dugout mugs every week. We love them. We have personal and There's nothing better than drinking a beer out of an actual baseball bat. And every baseball fan needs to have one of these. So go use that code and uh, hook yourself up. Let's talk about this beer of the week. This week, in honor of Cinco de Mayo, we are drinking Mexican chocolate stout from Mm. Copper Kettle Brewing Company out of Denver, Colorado. This is a 7% ABV beer. Uh, there are three different types of peppers in this one. Ooh, I did not know that there were three. Yes. I and thought I'm, it was just the one. I'm not going to try to pronounce them uh, uh, because Ancho? I'm super gringo. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and say that I, next one. That, that's the one that I was that's like, what I was done. afraid. Because I know habanero. I can yeah, say yeah, habanero. I think the second one is Guajilo. Guajilo. I, see, I'm gringo. I can't, I can't yeah. do it. But anyways. Uh, I'm half gringo. That's, <laughs> that's mixed with cinnamon sweetness and some bittersweet cocoa uh, in this stout. Decent ratings on Untap, 3.82 caps, uh, so a, a pretty decently rated beers uh, coming at you. But here's where I'm at with this one, Scott. We have had so many IPAs lately, and I have become such an IPA fan that I'm nervous having a stout. I'm nervous going back, and especially one with kind of this complex flavor, yeah. to go back to a stout with, like, chocolate flavoring, peppers in, in there. Uh, this is not the intro back to stouts that I was looking for. <laughs> this is the, no. all right, we're pushing you off the diving board going right in the deep end. Hey, remember uh, you like stouts? Crazy. Boom, right in the back. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, we should mention that both of us opened this beer and got a welcome surprise of beer everywhere. It was, uh, yeah. For whatever reason, it was as if both cans were shaken all the way up and it just <laughs> foamed everywhere. So we had to clean up slightly before the show started. Uh, but once you get past that, spices are definitely there. It gives you that kick in the back of the throat. Um, flavor's pretty solid. Frankie got my back, by the way. Uh, Wahio. Ah, I figured that Frankie. Frankie, would, I knew Frankie, Frankie would, would chime. Yeah, he would chime in eventually. Uh, PJ, PJ was close on that one as well. Uh, but yeah, Frankie hit us up. Wahio. Fair enough. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so far so good. But you're right. It is a little bit jarring. Uh, it's going back to a stout. It's it, it seems a lot heavier than right. Like than it I'm, ever has. I'm starting to understand why Joe is not a fan of stouts because if you're drinking IPAs constantly and then you go to this type of stout, it's like, dude, that's a lot. It feels like a double. I was beer. very <laughs> nervous when we only got three of these. Uh, they're 19 ounce cans. When we only got three, I was like, that's not enough. That's not going to be enough for us, but initial taste, uh, that might be plenty. Yeah. Um, and we, we were talking before the show uh, about the one stout that we had with peppers on the show, the Scorpion from the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat series. series. Oh, so so good. that's kind of what that our, like our measuring years ago now. It's that's been, been ages, a long bro. time since it's we had ages. that one. And that set the bar, though, for... Stout that had peppers in it. That, yeah, that was red pepper, right? Just straight red pepper. I think so. Or yeah, cayenne. And there wasn't. It wasn't. A, it, it wasn't any type of exotic pepper. It was just straight pepper. Um, 
and it, I, we loved it though. It was really, really good. It was really good. And this one does it does remind me of that because the 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 spice from the pepper it lingers like it's yeah. it's a it's a back end taste. You don't mm-hmm. taste it at first. You do get that chocolate flavor and then it, that pepper it, flavor. It is not lingers. on the tongue. It's all in the back of your throat. Like after this, so the mouth. The, the mouth, mouth feels? feels. There you go. <laughs> it's more like throat feels tonight. We got throat feels coming at us. Uh, well, we will see how it holds up as always. Uh, so stick around and hear our final decision on Mexican chocolate stout. Uh, let's get into upper deck this week because we have so much to get to so little time i feel like we're just running wild today uh upper deck as always brought to you by minuteman tickets look we love minuteman they're ohio guys sports fans just like all of you and more importantly they won't screw you over like other ticketing places no matter what you're looking for football baseball hockey theater rib cook-offs doesn't matter minuteman's got them all hit them up minutemantickets.com give them a call 614-943-3000 if you call them they will not charge you any fees 614-943-3000 thousand tell them you heard about them on craft root sports all right uh first up we're gonna go to new jersey for a non-sports story uh, to start off upper deck i mean let's just set the this is how the Look, show is gonna be we said it's gonna be much more random and all over the place as far as sports go than usual so strap in folks. yes so this week uh there's an amusement park in new jersey that was doing some routine testing on a roller coaster uh two test dummies flew off of the roller coaster, <laughs> crashed through the roof of a hotel near the park. Uh, the VP of the park said the dummies had leaks that went undetected. They lost their mass and their shape. That's why they were able to fly out of the roller coaster. He said, quote, obviously it's not something that would ever happen with a person in it. <laughs> you know, you don't lose rigidity in a coaster that had two test dummies fly out. It's like the lap bar comes down. You don't lose your rigidity and it's gone. You're secured in there. Uh, so don't worry, folks. The VP, the park who wants you to ride this roller coaster, says the one that had two test dummies fly out of it is perfectly safe for you to use and uh, ride. Would you ride this roller coaster? No. With all of the <laughs> all of the recent fair and right? not stories, exactly. bounce houses are blowing away, injuring people, and I'm going to get on a ride where two test dummies <laughs> where you know for a fact. <laughs> yeah, those were sight unseen, and it's like, ah, oh, these were kind of you know there were malfunctions and the everything was fine before this. Yeah, during the tests, everything went wrong. Don't worry about it though. We're cool. We all good. Look, it's fine. Uh, no, just, just don't lose mass while you're flying, and you should be fine. Which, you know, I, I've been known to have that issue. I've just been sitting there, where's my mask on? Shouldn't probably get on a roller coaster right now. Could end badly PJ, PJ, our uh, New Jersey listener here, said he's going on it tomorrow. Good luck, PJ. Uh, if we see a story that you crash through it. And that's the other part. Like, what if you're in that top floor of that hotel? All of a sudden, you just hear a bang. It's like, what the hell was that? Oh, don't worry. It was just crash test dummies from the roller coaster flying off. Uh, I'd rather it be that than, oh my god, is that a person that just crashed through my hotel room ceiling? Yes, it is. Is that PJ? It is. PJ, why'd you lose your mask, bro? <laughs> you got you you the lap bar and stop losing your mask. You didn't even mask right, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable that they would just be, eh, it's cool, don't worry That's, about it. I mean, I, I understand damage control and trying to be like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, we're taking the precautions needed to fix this. No, just to be like, no, 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 it was the dummy's fault. It wasn't the coaster's fault. Yeah. See you guys. Go, go ahead and line on up. Uh, and then this isn't. I, I don't know the name of the park, but it wasn't anything crazy. So I can't imagine this being like a, a wild roller coaster 
Like, uh, I mean, I kind of, of I got a picture like just a normal coaster that it's yeah. like, oh, this is this, this isn't is Cedar a Point one, <laughs> right? Right. This is yeah. your regular run of the mill coaster. No thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a couple weeks. <laughs> PJ said he's losing weight, but he's still got plenty of mass. <laughs> uh, moving on. So last week during the show, we had the NFL draft going on while we had our three year extravaganza, and just like everybody else during the draft and after the draft, we had jokes. About the Giants and them picking Daniel Jones at six overall. Um, but we're not famous. We'd like to think we will be someday. And all of the other people that were talking ish, they're famous, but they're expected to say those things. Uh, but out of nowhere, from the cheap seats, if you will, Mr. Game of Thrones writer himself, George R.R. R. Martin, had the hot take on the subject. Uh, Martin came in hard and fast saying, quote, Daniel Jones from Duke at number six? Dave Gettleman must have seen something in Jones that no one else could see. Uh, but even if you accept that, taking him at six seems insane. He would have been there at 17, end quote. Well, Dave Gettleman, you take that. <laughs> you might be an NFL GM and have this job for years before with the Panthers and whatnot, but you don't know what you're doing, according to George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, Did you see the Battle of Winterfell? I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> and But, I mean, seriously, though, how often is it that celebrities come out and just pan a pick. I mean, uh, you know, the only person that I can think of that usually gets his opinion out there on all of his teams is Snoop Dogg. He frequently will get Snoop on Instagram yeah, and, and Twitter and, and drop some cuss. I'm selling, I'm selling my <laughs> yeah, season tickets. Some cuss-laced <laughs> tirade about how awful things are for his franchises and whatnot. But other than that, you don't tend to hear too many people be outspoken right. from the the, the uh, fame realm, I guess you could say. There's all sorts of keyboard warriors who will say all these things, and all, all of us will say them, but man, it's really weird. I, I really wish that Gettleman would have just come back and be like, bro, you haven't even finished your own story. <laughs> Stick to dragons. I got this. Just totally just him. Like, cool. Thanks, George. I know what I'm doing here. You are going to die before you finish your own books. So I think I'll worry about my own advice and what the scouts are saying. Do you think he's ever going to finish those books? Nope. There's no way, right? Seriously, if there was an over-under in Vegas for death or him finishing those books, I got the, I got the over on death all the way. Yeah, I mean, there's... there. He's 70, and he just picked back up writing last year, and he still has an entire... Uh, no, there's no way. Plus, I feel sure. like I feel like once the HBO show ends, he's going to be like, "Well, what's the point? You know how More it's going to end." More or less, he now. signed the deal with HBO and just was like, "Well, this is good enough for me." Right? Secured yeah. the bag I'm and then set forever. Kind of just <laughs> kind of just sat around for the last few years, <laughs> living off that. And so, I, yeah, I don't think that it's ever going to happen. But <laughs> hilarious that he told Dave Gilman that he basically sucks at his job. <laughs> I do love that. I love I love uh, famous fans chiming in like that. All right, let's talk about this. This is a, a new trend that's hitting New York City. Hitting New York City. Uh, <laughs> I come in with the announcer voice to start with, and then my voice cracks in story number three. What the hell is going on right now? I like uh, that you pointed it out, because I barely heard it and thought, eh, I'll let that slide. Dude, that, that was like nails on a char chalkboard to me. I had to... On the chalkboard. On the chalkboard. <laughs> Charking Baby it Baby chalk. <laughs> Go ahead. You jerk. 
I'm more impressed that I haven't flipped the flag yet. That's, I'm more I'm impressed more that impressed. neither of us has. Yeah. I've come uh, close. I even censored a PJ comment, and uh, I'm proud of myself. That's you. normally what trips me up. Anyway, so these are these are popping up in New York. Sober bars, which are apparently a thing where people uh, who are living a sober lifestyle <laughs> want to get out. <laughs> okay, all right, relax. Uh, sorry. There's, there's some people that legit, uh, you know... I don't have but a problem I with anybody. Lifestyle, if that's the way you need to live, bro, I couldn't do it. Like, I, there's no way with kids. I mean, I can do it, but I just don't want mm, to. I don't know if I can. I I gotta be honest with you on that I, one. I can. I just. Um, but there's apparently, a, a, you know, these people want to go out and hit a, a club or hit a bar, but either the temptation is too high, or they just don't want to be around the the alcohol, or they don't want to be around drunk people. Which, when you're the only sober one in a room full of drunk people, it is the worst. Feeling, oh, like I can't stand. Well, yeah, that. if I was gonna live the sober lifestyle, I wouldn't hang around any people that were right. drinking. I, I yeah. for sure couldn't do that. But just in right. general, not drinking, it'd be tough. But I mean, I have gone month. Do people have talked about like sober September, sober January? And I'm like, mm, I could do I it. I, I, do I it. could do it. I mean, it, I'm it's the opposite. Exactly. I'm the guy from Fifty West that drinks nothing but beer for Lent. Like, that's the style that I go. I go the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, anyways, these bars are popping up, and as fine of an idea as it is, I feel like people don't realize they're getting hustled on this. Uh, so these, there this is the bigger a problem. few menus that popped up, and they, they have these quote-unquote mocktails that they have. Uh, so this is a place called Listen Bar in New York City. Uh, all drinks, alcohol-free. You can have a spicy titties. You can go order a spicy titties, <laughs> which is lime, cilantro, Jalapeno <laughs> grapefruit, eleven dollars. Eleven dollars for that. That's a that seems a bit excessive. Those are the spiciest titties you've ever drank for eleven bucks. <laughs> I mean, there are cocktails, and I uh, granted New York City, so prices are going to be a little bit higher. But right, the, you can you can get like a a shot of bourbon for less than what some of these mocktails are, and there's no booze in them. Like I, I understand the markup of prices if you're getting booze in it because they're they're charging you for the booze but when there's no booze in the drinks what is happening here i here's one a uh, dollar slice it's a seed lip spice tomato tabasco sriracha pizza salt rim so basically pizza like salt rim they're just grabbing like like pasta sauce out of the back and putting salt on it and be like here you go here's a hey what do we got left over on the shelf that we haven't used to cook with Put it in one of these glasses. These idiots will pay twelve right, bucks for do it. Whatever. Uh, I'm just waiting for the one where they're just like, okay, we've got the very special. This is uh, this is our H2O, and it's uh, it's tonic water and frozen tonic water, uh, and that will be fourteen dollars. I want it to be frozen tonic water, ice cubes in the That's tonic water. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Okay, but then you also but they wouldn't you, say ice cubes. They would say yes. frozen tonic water. Well, then and then you mixed then you mix with it, mixed with uh, Fiji, because that's the fanciest <laughs> bottled water that I can think of. So it's regular bottled water, tonic water, and then tonic ice cubes. And they're like, ooh, this is H2O. Oh my god, it's good. <laughs> Tabari says, as a non-drinker, I find these drinks ridiculous and asinine. Yeah. Yes, that I is mean, really. absolutely ridiculous and asinine. Anybody sane wouldn't do this. <laughs> I just, uh, it makes no sense to me that you would pay this price for these drinks. Uh, Dater's gonna date. It's a, a, a medjool date, peanut butter, lime, banana syrup, vanilla, macadamia, nut milk. What? $13. Like, they're making smoothies and charging you $13 for them and saying it's a bar. 
there, and there's no way they're as big as a smoothie either. No, even, you're getting like a, a little. Class. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. This is oh, unreal. Uh, so people in New York, uh, if you want to live the sober lifestyle, go for it. More power to you. Just do it in a cheaper city. Don't yeah. Don't <laughs> spend thirteen dollars on water, bro. I'm gonna be sober. I'm moving to Paducah. Go to those cheap bars. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we're we're going to talk some Endgame, maybe. Uh, but Endgame, obviously a pretty big deal since we were last on the air. But with every blockbuster comes the douchebags. And this was no exception uh, this week. There, we, we heard all kinds of stories popping up about Endgame spoilers. And the Buffalo Bills' own LaShawn McCoy was one that went viral for spoiling Endgame. Uh, he's such a duty head. Right after seeing the movie, he tweeted Friday out spoilers. Friday afternoon, the internet was on fire yes, because of it. Which everybody, it was my favorite that like people were like, don't click on the LaShawn McCoy <laughs> trending tweet. Don't even touch it. Uh, so he tweeted out major spoilers for the movie. Then doubled down, tweeted about it again. Like basically, it was like, I don't care, man. I saw it. Oh, I don't care. I missed that. Oh yeah, he the, was I not. Th- I saw not the initial tweets. I didn't see anything about no, him doing it again. Did not care at all. Wow. Uh, and it got so bad that a fan actually started a petition to have Buffalo remove Lashawn McCoy. Uh, you don't get and- this reference, but what an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> MCU fans understand. Uh, yep, I don't get that one. I, I mean, I he is cool. an a-hole. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, a fan started a petition to terminate the contract of LaShawn McCoy. Uh, he went on to say that, uh, in addition, he should be banned from all Marvel movies going forward uh, and basically wants everybody to kick him right in the junk. Alrighty. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, you have anything else to follow up? Or nope. are you done? Nope. Okay, cool. Let's just see. Uh, and in case you didn't understand, just don't spoil that game. <laughs> just don't do it because this story might even be funnier than Sean McCoy just blatantly being the D-bag that he is. Um, recently, this one is hilarious because a Domino's employee got in trouble with police because they say he assaulted a co-worker. And that's because the co-worker apparently spoiled too much of the plot for him. <laughs> uh, the officers got called to the scene in Friendswood, which is very ironic for a place where somebody got assaulted um, at work in Texas. I guess our, our Texas listeners can uh, confirm that this is a real place because Friendswood sounds fake. Um, but, uh, the assaulter was given a citation for having done that. So yeah, um, you could just be a giant troll on Twitter and stay behind your keyboard or you could get whooped at work. If somebody decided you just talk too much about Endgame. Wasn't there a dude too in China or something like that? That got giving beat spoilers up outside, right outside the theater, yeah, got yeah, beat shouting up. the spoilers and just got worked. Right outside of the theater. People were not playing around with this movie, hence the the, the poll question. I mean, and I get it. It's 11 years in the making. Right. Like, you can't spoil a movie that people have been waiting 11 years for it to come <laughs> out. That's brutal, man. Yeah. That's terrible. It's one thing to spoil the end to, like, this brings me Incredible to, Hulk okay. midway through. So, know? saw it Tuesday with Tabari, who I just met. Nice guy. I'm glad you guys finally got first, to meet. First time. Really cool you guys it, got to meet. He's an interesting dude. It was He's a good guy. cool. <laughs> Black actors, man. Anyway, I see it Tuesday. Can't talk about it because nobody's seen it. Nobody, you know, I, I, and I didn't want to ruin it for anyone. Were you just like talking to Tabari about it, like messaging up? No, that was the funny thing. Tabari and I didn't speak after we went and saw it. <laughs> we didn't talk about it either. So it was, it was like being on an island just waiting for a boat to come rescue you, knowing it's coming, but just get. So can't talk to anybody. Some people start texting me Thursday night after 
they see it. And I'm at work early, <laughs> super early Friday. And I'm like, yeah, I know. All right. I can finally start talking about it. But still don't want to be that guy on social media. So I'm still waiting, waiting. Well, then Saturday afternoon after seeing it the third time, I'm talking just within the group. Went out to lunch after the movie. Talking within the group of people that I went and saw it. We're sitting outside on the patio, and there was nobody on the patio when we went out there. We're talking about the movie, and at some point, this family of like four had come out and sat down, and we're not paying attention, whatever. Sure. We're talking about the movie. Out of nowhere, dude calls us out and says, hey guys, spoiler alerts, we have tickets for Sunday, and was... Had like a kind of smile on his face, <laughs> yeah, but he was telling you serious, and we were all like, "Uh, <laughs> don't know what you want us to do, bro." So just at a random public place at McAllister's Deli, dude got mad because we were talking about the movie, and we had been talking about it for a good time before he sat down <laughs> so even after he sat down it was maybe like five minutes i don't know if he, they weren't listening or whatever i kind of wanted to be like hey bro stop eavesdropping yeah dude earmuffs we, yeah, we weren't talking to you mind your business You're right so that's <laughs> your fault but yeah that's how serious it was random guy him and his family hey we got tickets sunday Man, need you to stfu i wish i was into marvel because this seems like i'm gonna get you there it I'm seems like i would have gotten man. into fights leading up to this <laughs> you would have <laughs> uh and sticking with pizza we go from Domino's to this next story uh and as we talked about at the top of the show the chiefs just can't stay out of the news um in a little bit we're gonna talk about another food story but uh this specifically involves a half-eaten slice of pizza that apparently Patrick Mahomes consumed. And there's some dude who's trying to sell it for 50 bucks. <laughs> um, the seller named Paul Cohen is offering to sell the pizza alongside a saliva test strip and a certificate of authenticity, which I wonder how he got the saliva test. I don't know how you're going to test the pizza right, when like, you haven't tested Patrick Mahomes' <laughs> saliva. I don't, I don't know how that works. It's like, here's this test strip. Oh, cool. This is Patrick. No, I mean, it's just a test strip. I, I said I would sell it with it. Really weird. Uh, he posted on Facebook Marketplace in the caption <clears throat> said, quote, this half eaten piece of pizza was left behind by Patrick Mahomes at a Shawnee Mission pizza shop. Comes with a COA and a saliva test strip. I'll toss in his used hand wipe and toothpick for free. Serious inquiries only, please. End quote. <laughs> I don't know how much more detail you could get, but okay. The plot got thicker, though, because eventually the story starts circulating. It makes a way to back to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he hears about the pizza slice in question and responds to a series of tweets that says, quote, never been there. End quote. So <laughs> now right, we're so, wondering. So is he just trolling because he doesn't want this dude to make 50 bucks off the piece of pizza that he threw? Or is this dude totally making this up, which would be a really weird story? My question, though, I'm assuming that it's real. Okay. I'm assuming that you're saying would, this is a real yeah, piece of this pizza. This is definitely, I don't need the authenticity. I'm just saying it's too weird of something to make up, right? I mean, right. you wouldn't think, all right, oh my God, there's a half a piece of pizza. I can sell this for 50 bucks, you know, or something. But since I think this is real, Pat Mahomes, bro, what you doing? 
no pizza left behind. Why are, yeah, why aren't Who you eats finishing half pizza? a piece of pizza? The only way that's acceptable is if it, if the pizza is garbage. Like if you take a bite and you're like, oh, this. If it is was St. Louis pizza, then for sure. St. Louis. I mean, Louis pizza if it's St. Louis pizza, you don't even take a bite. Right. So yeah, you don't. You just pass. You, don't, you don't hard pass. Hard pass pizza. on your mac and cheese pizza, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, I understand. Like maybe they messed up the sauce. Maybe they're it's too garlicky for you or something. So you take a bite and you're like, mm, I can't. I can't yeah. finish this one. Or he ate the entire pizza, was trying to get to the end. Just you know, I, I'm tapping out. I got this last piece, and it could be halfway through. Uh, hey Pat, we got to go, man. All right, well, hang on. Let me grab something. No, man, we got to go. We got to go right, right now. Right. Okay, all right. Let me just get a bite, and then you throw it down. Yeah, it'd be more acceptable if it was just the crust. We heard uh, Robert Taylor got a beat on where you're at. We got to go before he gets here. <laughs> He's totally gonna try to get up in your lap, and we got to get out of here. We got to move, Pat. Oh, Robert Taylor. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> Half piece of pizza, be darned. Time to roll. <laughs> So, I don't know. That's the way I like to think of the story, but really weird. Anybody anybody puts in a serious inquiry for this, though, got to meet that person. Right. You wanted to purchase a half-eaten pizza There's pizza. There's no way I'm buying a half-eaten pizza pizza Talk to me about anybody. your life. Right. Yeah. We're, <laughs> it's bad enough you're selling the pizza, but the person that buys it, that's the problem. This right. has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets and by dummies who buy stupid stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's crazy. Is is there anybody that you would buy a no. partially no okay not a partially eaten anything yeah fair enough uh, well let's talk to somebody who doesn't leave any partially eaten things behind uh, so we're gonna bring on our guest for this evening uh, I am super excited to talk to this guy Patrick Capel he is a Cincinnati man who is on a quest of eating one thousand Skyline Coney's in a year Patrick how you doing man pretty good how about you guys great man thanks for joining us really appreciate you uh taking some time out to talk to us i know you got a busy schedule of and, eating and hold on man x-a-v okay. that's right i-e-r yep. thank you is. my man oh, yeah we got xavier grads in the house <laughs> love it uh so patrick let's just get right into this man uh you're you're on a quest to eat a thousand conies in a year mm-hmm. uh why <laughs> So basically, uh, this whole thing started because uh, a news story in Cleveland came out of some guy still being alive after eating 400 in a year. And I was like, you can do that on accident. Like, <laughs> everyone that lives in Cincinnati can do that on accident. Like, I want to make sure that that is not a number that is the bar for someone still being alive after eating Coney's for a year. So, like, I'm like, let's set it at 1,000, um, and then we'll see where, what happens from there. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to my body uh, at any point. So like, who knows? Um, but Skyline's a healthy alternative to some other fast food places out there. Yeah, I saw you mention that in an article. Um, what, where are you getting these facts from, man? Because I don't know about you, but Skyline does not seem healthy at all, dude. Like, Especially well, not the order yeah. that you claim to order. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, like in terms of other than like McDonald's or like White Castle or Steak and Shake, it's probably healthier, I guess. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a healthy option. Obviously, you can get stuff from Skyline that's healthy, but yeah. Healthy-ish. Man, that's okay. Um, So tell us, you go to Skyline, how many times a week are you going to, to accomplish this goal? Uh, it. It honestly, it depends. Um, there's some, there's some weeks where I'll go like 
14 times. Um, because oh, 14 I just, times like, in a week? You're going I, twice a day? Yeah, I'll go like twice, I'll go twice a day for a couple days, uh, and then I'll take a couple days off. Um, but a lot of times the days that I'm taking off aren't necessarily because I like have something going on. It's just because I get like sidetracked and, it's just because you. It, it's there. just because you yeah. got to clear it out. I understand. <laughs> Anybody who has skyline knows. After a certain amount of time, it's like, look, this. It, it's an exit only at this point. Nothing else can come <laughs> in. I've got to clear this out. Right, right, yeah. You got to give your body like a day or two to recover if you if you're going there that often uh, for a while. Okay, so, so I got to know how many. What's your highest number of conies eaten in one sitting, either during this or at any other point? Um, who I think six is the highest I've ever had. Uh, there was one time though, I was going, I went to skyline after work, eight, four, went to Dana's for like a half an hour Shout and then Dana's. went back to skyline and then got three more. So I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> one sitting. I ate all of them in my car. Uh, you know what? I'm <laughs> like, going to, I'm going to count that. And the reason being is I've eaten six and, and a buddy of mine was challenging me to get to seven and we, we both yeah. got to six and then we, we both tapped out, but there was the seventh there. And so we ended up splitting right. it. So I've actually eaten six and a half. And so I don't want to be able to say that I've actually done more than you in one sitting. <laughs> I'm counting those other three for my sake and saying, yeah, you've eaten nine in one sitting just to feel better about myself. Yeah. Well, I've eaten nine in a day, but that, yeah, that definitely wasn't, uh, <laughs> Definitely wasn't in one sitting. I also almost didn't like, make it home from that <laughs> from that six and a half. So there's that, right? Uh, Pat, um, Pat, do you get just conies when you go? Because if you've got this goal ahead of you, and obviously you're trying to rack up as many conies as possible, are you just pounding straight conies, or are you going with other things while you're there? It depends on how hungry I am, honestly. Uh, and I know that sounds really weird. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounds but good. Like if, <laughs> But, like, if I'm, like, super hungry, I'll get, like, a wrap or something like that to set a base layer um, and then <laughs> eat the conies after that. <laughs> uh, let me, get a, let me yeah. get a wrap just to warm things up. I don't want to go into this cold. You know how it is when you're starting your car in right, the winter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is classic. Uh, all right, so you get your base layer. Uh, do you all ever? Right. Uh, what are you washing this down with? Because I, I have to. Feel, I feel like when I have Skyline, I can get to about mm-hmm. three, and then it just becomes a chore after that. So anything after three, like I'll have fries mixed in there, but after three conies, right? It it becomes work at that point. So what are you doing to like power through that? Th- I figure it's got to be some type of drink that's helping you get th- through this, or is it just? Now, F it, this is, uh, I'm just, I can handle this. Um, well, most of the time, like, I will get, like, two with extreme cheese and two without. So, like, it kind of keeps them. <laughs> keep, keep them <laughs> interesting. <laughs> keeps me, yeah, keeps, my, keeps me, like, you know, just not expecting what's going to happen because I just eat them with my eyes closed, you know, like, that would be, I, I don't do that. That would be really funny. Um, insanely messy, uh, and as a matter of fact, but. Yeah, normally I'm drinking, uh, like, hmm, trying to. Right now I'm drinking a Fat Heads 
Bumblebee or Bumbleberry. Oh, good uh, choice. Excellent choice. Good choice. Is beer considered a, a performance enhancing drug in this? Because I feel like uh, if we're <laughs> really going to do this right, you probably should have to be sober for it because otherwise you can crush right. some skylines. Oh, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> mindlessly yeah. Well, eating them. I mean, I feel like you couldn't do, like, I feel like you wouldn't, not necessarily that you wouldn't want to do this if you weren't ever drunk during it. Um, <laughs> and there was, there was a controversy earlier in the year when I was very drunk i thought i ate four conies and posted that on my twitter and my friends were like no you didn't you ate three so it definitely being sober definitely helps you make sure that you're not cheating yourself out of uh, more opportunities to eat delicious conies um, um has, has skyline reached out to you at all have, have they said anything about this do they know what's going on yeah, they're aware of the situation. Um, <laughs> the situation. <laughs> we, they have they have reached out to me uh, two separate occasions via Twitter. Um, they followed me very early on in the journey, as did Gold Star. But like, it's Gold Star, so yeah. <laughs> um, Gold Star's like the girlfriend that's like, wait, what about us? <laughs> <laughs> can we get like fifty of those? Like, just you can do nine hundred fifty right. Skyline, but just get throw fifty Gold Stars in. What's up? Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, they like sent me a shirt for National Coney Day, uh, which was cool. So if, um, if all you get out of this, day, like February twenty eighth, which is cool, and I, if all you get out of this is that. that shirt, is it worth it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because <laughs> it's not just going to be the shirt that I'm going to get out of this. It's going to be the satisfaction, and my all my friends are like more than excited that okay. this is even happening. So speaking because of it started your out as a joke, honestly. So like the he, fact that we're this far in. Uh, Definitely too far in now to turn back at any point. Um, yeah, dude, you're no, you're no, way too you're cool. Cool. What's the current yeah, total I'm, right both now? Both my feet are in the pool at the moment. So like, <laughs> there's no, there's, it's just jumping in at this point is all we got to do. What's the current total right now, Pat? Where are you at right now? Um, three fifty-eight. Good lord, man! And that's since New Year's Eve, twenty eighteen, right? Yes. Oh yep. my god, man! That's and I've got four. I've got four waiting for me. Uh, right now, I picked up on the way home. <laughs> Dude, have one right now. You gotta have one right now say, on the show. Like, right now. You should, be, no, okay, you should eat on, these four while we're talking. <laughs> can you finish these four before the end of this interview? Because uh, I, uh, I can certainly try. <laughs> okay. Well, while you're doing that, uh, the, the other question, obviously, it, and I had this epiphany just before I fell asleep after we locked everything down yeah. last night about the cost that is incurred yes. with this whole thing. Because it, it just on the conies alone, they're you know what two close bucks. to two, yeah, a little over two bucks after they're tax. Two, yeah, they're like two ten piece, something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and you're getting more than just conies. <laughs> Have you calculated how much you're spending on this whole thing? It's, it's almost like three thousand dollars is what we we tabulated nah, if you're I getting mean, in around there yeah i'd i'd rather not think about it <laughs> <laughs> fair answer fair answer that's kind of that's kind of an intimidating an intimidating number for someone that doesn't really have like five dollars in their bank account currently. so like yeah it's uh yeah uh, um pat do you have roommates yes uh, uh i do how they, many they, they've definitely helped me out with the Tony buying. Uh, one of them actually sent me like $100 on Venmo for my birthday. It was like, oh, that's awesome. Awesome. it was kind of cool. Shout out to your Venmo real quick. And if anybody listening wants to help you out uh, reaching this goal, what's your Venmo? It's, uh, hang on, let me look at it. I, I think it's just my name, <laughs> Dash. Like, it's my first name, so it's Patrick Dash Capel. And I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's what it is. 
All right. Uh, so everybody chip in a few bucks. Uh, yeah, seriously. Two dollars. Two dollars buys this man a coney. So hook him up with two bucks on Venmo. This feels like feeding a child in Africa for just two dollars. <laughs> you can help. You can help Patrick along on his journey. So, so back to your roommates for a second, Pat. Have uh, have has there been an agreement made that you are officially on bathroom cleaning duty for the rest of the year? Because if that was if it was my roommate eating a thousand conies, I'd be like, bro, you deal with this the Thankfully, rest of the year. Thankfully, we have separate bathrooms. Nice. So Good. I don't have to worry Good. about anything that goes on in my bathroom separate from theirs. So, <laughs> Did you get one Coney yeah. down? Is that one down? Uh, no, that was first bite of first Coney. We just shout it out. As soon as you get one down, I just want you to be like, that's one. And then we'll hit you with the rap air horn and it'll be awesome. And everybody will be pumped up. Uh <laughs> Uh, so what else? Uh, so you, I, I saw you're also a, an avid golfer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> worked at uh, TPC Rivers Bend for three, almost three years at this point. Uh, it's a golf course up in Mainville. Um, what's the best way you've ever cheated playing? What's the what? The best way that you've ever cheated while playing golf. Mike's an oh. avid cheater, so that's why right. he asked. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, um, <laughs> now I'm pretty good at cheating. Uh, I've I played high school. I played in high school, and I'm pretty good at it. I've like asked guys what club they used on the tee, and they were like, "Oh, that was a six oh, iron." Yeah. I'm like, "Ha It's yeah, two strokes, your, dummy." Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Shitty says right, more so like Patrick Kablooey, uh, right? <laughs> right. Right. An eraser. Wait, was that one down? Way to cheat. That I was mean, one down for sure. Like. That's one down. Yeah. One down. Right. Patrick with one down on the show. That's that's the greatest yep. right there. You said an eraser is the best way to cheat at golf. <laughs> I, I totally stole that quote from Jack Nicholas himself. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just like not counting your strokes, and then like by the time you and your friends ask each other how many times did you shoot, they don't have the mental capacity to be like, oh shit, you got a twelve because they can't remember their own score half the time. So uh, like. Pat, I hate yeah. to do Is this to me? you. Uh, can we hold on for one second? Uh, but if, if sure. you were listening to that, Pat just flipped the flag. Uh, Pat said shit on that one, so the flag has been flipped. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Pat. I'm sorry. What? You're the motherfucker oh, no, of the no, no, week, no, no, no. Pat. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, it's nothing you did wrong. It's just that we, we recently tried to get into not cussing, but we actually made a game of it to yep. where whenever anybody oh. does actually cuss, we just flip the explicit yep. flag. Explicit flag and, and flipped. But we, we obviously have a drop ready for it, which, you know, has plenty of cursing in it. So don't be ashamed. Nothing to be mad about. Mike has flipped the flag within minutes of the show starting. So we're actually doing pretty seconds. well. 104 seconds is the record. Uh, wow, that's that's impressive. <laughs> right. Uh, so I got. I want to go back to the challenge question. <laughs> I, I want to go back to the challenge because I got a question. So I was looking at the the Twitter yeah. feed for the end of April, and I saw on April thirtieth, it was one of those days where you didn't have any. How many mm-hmm. days have you not hit any? If you know that, and more importantly. Uh, do you look forward to the days when you don't have to have any? Because, I mean, there's got to be this sense of relief to a certain degree where you're like, all right, I can afford to. I'm ahead of pace to take a day off. Um, I honestly can't remember the amount of days I've taken off. Uh, most of them, like, it just kind of happen. And then, then I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, well, shoot. I guess I'll have to eat more goodies today. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I'm... And I'm like I'm very much so ahead of pace to where I really don't right. have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And there have been, like, a lot of family events I've had to go to where, like, I've not been able to get Skyline at some point Damn in the day because I'm out of town or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't quite think of the number right now, but I could definitely, like, go through that tonight and <laughs> – Send that number to you guys if you're curious. Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I am curious just because I'd like to. Well, and I mean, more so at the very end, it would be interesting to see how many coneyless days you had through this whole journey. But I mean, do do you look forward to them though? I mean, is there part of you that's like, eh, it's kind of nice that I either didn't have any yesterday or I don't have to have any today? Well, it's not so much like not being eat, not eating conies. It's more like, oh wow, I get to eat something like different today like <laughs> i love food so like if i'm like eating and a lot of times i'm just like too full to where i'm like i can't i can't tonight um i think it was the other day i went to like pot bellies for lunch and then like had a pizza or whatever for dinner uh and i was like well at this point going to skyline would just be like that would be gluttonous <laughs> that'd be a little bit that'd be a little bit much uh, <laughs> So, oh, that's two down, by the way. Uh, oh, no. Yes. Hit the air horn. So, here we go. Two down. <laughs> that is fantastic. All the cheese on the fourth one came off. Uh, <laughs> except the third one. <laughs> this is fantastic. But uh, let me ask you this. So, Are you worried about yeah. hitting a wall? Because you're you're talking about – and, and let me back this up by saying I lost a punishment uh, during football season, and I have to tweet every mm-hmm. week at Mia Khalifa and profess my undying love to her. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, like I'm every so sorry. yeah, and every week I'm like, oh, this sucks. I I don't want to deal with this. Right. Do you think you're gonna? And I still have, uh, I think I'm only at like number twenty. I still have thirty two more tweets to go. Wow. Are you Yikes. worried about hitting a wall where you are never gonna be able to eat Skyline again after this? Never. No. No. That has never crossed my mind <laughs> once. Uh, I. I. Uh, yeah. Nope. No. Gonna still like, crush him. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think that I probably will take like a week or two off from Skyline oh, after wow. this is over, but like that'll probably be it because a whole week. I know the <laughs> like the night that it's going to happen, we're having a Skyline bar and whatnot, and like a Coney bar at the one college bar that is affiliated with Xavier University. Dana's. You can Dana shout Gardens. out Dana's. Hell yeah, Dana Gardens. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Dana's for the obviously, win. Obviously, if you guys want to come to that. Uh, I was just going to say, Dude, I'm yes. all in for that. So I'll uh, just drop the invite. I will just drop the invite right now. Fair awesome. enough. We're there. Um, I got... Y- you're on pace to finish this in about November, and it would be just before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Are are you shooting to do it before, you know, well before the end of the year, or you know, is that a goal? Obviously, you're just ahead of the pace, so that's just how it kind of works out with the math. Right. But is there any mm-hmm. intention in mind of being like, all right, I'd rather get this done like before the holiday season kicks off or whatever? Yeah, I I definitely want to try and get it done before like Thanksgiving and whatnot because I've got a couple weddings and stuff coming up. So I know I'm going to be out of town for an extended period of time at some point. So I'd rather just not have to worry about it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, at this, and at this point, like, I mean, we're shooting for that around that time. So if I push a little harder, it'll be easily doable by the beginning of November. If you uh, hit it, if you hit it in November, are you going to try to set the high score for like the rest of the year? Like come back. Oh, I got this wedding, but I still, I got, I got to get 10 cause I'm going to get to 1500 <laughs> yeah, now. Do 1, Let me push it to 2000. Right. <laughs> <No, no. laughs> that would be absurd. Uh, 
That's where we draw the line. That's craziness. A thousand Cody's in a year. Yeah, right. One of our listeners wants to know which is harder, this or second semester Dana's Club? Oh, wait, hang on, Pat. Tell everybody what second semester Club is. Yeah, I guess fill us in on what second semester Club is. So, yeah. So, second semester Club at Dana's, every day that class is scheduled, you have to go have a drink. So, like, during your second semester, your senior year of college, what you have to think about every day is drinking. <laughs> Not hard, right? Um, well, so basically, there was one week, actually, where we were in St. Louis. Uh, BJ was on the trip. with the, uh, We were there with the pet band or whatever. So we met up at, with him in St. Louis while we couldn't drink and drank anyway. So that we could continue on our second semester club <laughs> awesomeness, uh, which I mean could have gotten us kicked out of the pet band and off the trip, but Worth it didn't. It. <laughs> and honestly, that's probably the biggest thing I accomplished at Xavier University. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, uh, it's pretty fun. And if you go to Xavier, definitely do it. All the bartenders at Dana's are awesome. Um, everybody that is there most of the time is awesome. Unless you go there on like, I don't know, during the afternoon, and there's, it's BJ. BJ's awesome too. He'll take care of you. Jim, yeah, Teddy, Pierce, all those guys. They're fantastic. Oh, Pierce Shout out to Dana's crew. Pierce is Man. still holding it down I'm like, over there. I'm having Man. flashbacks right now. Yeah. Oh, I saw Pierce at the uh, crossing the street to go to the Reds game when I was down Dude, there. Just I last want a Wednesday. Herschel special so bad right now. Oh, I haven't had a Herschel so special in I years. Forgot, not, I didn't forget about Herschel, but the legend, the myth, the man himself. Herschel uh, Walker, Herschel Ware. <laughs> so wait, which somebody's you, like, yeah, somebody the other day was like, "Can I get a Herschel Walker?" It's like, no, that's not <laughs> indirect, <laughs> sir. Uh, you can get the hell out. That's what you can get. Uh, so, so which which is harder, this or that? Right. Which one's harder, Pat? The the Coney Challenge oh, or or, right. uh, or the second semester club? Hang on. <laughs> no, no, go, you go right ahead, sir. Okay. That's number three, by the way. Oh, yes! yes. <laughs> three conies down during this interview. This is fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Skyline Challenge is harder. Because before my second semester at Dana's, or my senior year, I went there almost all the time anyway. Uh, and I like made my class schedule where we could go there during the day and eat lunch. <laughs> Two out of the seven days a week, so it was just like whatever, I guess. Um, whereas like this, I've had to go out of my way quite a few times uh, to do that, and I live like right down the street from Dana's, so like it was like two minutes away. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, uh, let's uh, do real, real oh, quick though yeah. before could we get into that. There was two questions that I had non-related to this thing. So you had a four one nine number. Where are you from? Uh, from Norwalk, Ohio. It is the birthplace of Paul Brown himself mm. uh, and me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the Coney Chan. Two legends. It's like an hour west of Cleveland and an hour east of Toledo. I was just going to say, because like, I'm from Toledo and I have a 419 number, so I thought, oh, he's from north northwest Ohio. i got to figure out where he's from. <laughs> yeah, right. And then uh, uh, what did you what'd you graduate from uh, Xavier with? What degree? Uh, 2016. And what, what what degree did you get? Sport management. All right. Nice. All right. All right. So, so what's the plan yeah. then post Xavier? Where? What are we doing with that sports management degree? Uh, right now I'm the 
man, I'm a manager at Stone Lanes, which is a sport, I guess, oh, bowling alley. <laughs> so I'm sport manager. Classic. Uh, and then at TPC Rivers Bend, I work food and beverage stuff. So that's not really <laughs> stuff related <laughs> to the degree. <laughs> um, I've been trying to turn that into something golf related, but we've had a lot of staff turnover and whatnot. <laughs> Fair actually. enough. So right, I haven't let's... really been able to figure out what the program's about. Alrighty, well, we, we like to wrap up all of our interview with interviews with just a series of quick hitter questions. First thing yeah. that comes to your uh, mind, just go ahead and answer, and then we'll get you okay. out of here. Sure. Alrighty, let's start this off. Plain cake donuts, yay or nay? No. Good answer. Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. He's young. You knew that answer yeah, was coming. I knew, I knew that, knew that, that answer, answer was, was coming. coming. That, was, that was for sure. Um, do you button? I'm also a Cavs fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you button your shirt top down or bottom up? Oh, jeez. Top down. Mm. That's weird, man. That's weird. really weird. Yeah, weird. I know. Uh, <laughs> same thing, but for pants, do you zip your pants and then button, or do you button and then zip? Uh, zip and then button. Good answer. Or no, 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 no. Definitely oh, button and zip. No! Yes, yes. Sorry. Sorry. You had no, the right no, answer. You, you, you did just right. stuck with the right answer. You did man. good, Pat. That's a good answer, right? Moving there. on. Um, no. Are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? No. Ooh, okay. Yeah, are you an IPA fan? Love them. All right. There good, you go. Good. Solid. Absolutely. Solid love answer. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Good, Good answer. answer. <laughs> Very important one here, though. Yeah. And while you're move nailing that, this one, move that one to the oh, last. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll save that we'll one. Save that one. Uh, chicken wings. When you get chicken wings, if you had a choice, all drums or all flats? Flats. Good answer. Uh, pineapple or Hawaiian pizza? Yay or nay? Yay. All right. Fair enough. Coke or Pepsi? And finally, this is a big one here. This, Pat. Is, this, this is, is huge. This you are a, you are the Coney that's champ. Number four, gentlemen. <laughs> yes! <laughs> number four. Hang on, we're pausing the music. We got to hit you with that. Congratulations! And four thank Coney's you. Four Coney's during the interview. Air. You just set a record. That's on our fantastic. Show. Um, last question, Scott. Let's let's have the, very, the Coney champ weigh right, in on this. The very Coney important champ. Topic. Very last question. It causes lots of consternation in our group on Facebook. But we want to know what do you think. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I think so. Yes! I knew it. Yes! Yeah. Oh, but God, it's a sandwich Pat. Without root, you so. are uh. the man. Pat, you have just... Also, going back to your guys' last segment, weird things about on the internet, the Cheeto that looks like Harambe. Cincinnati-related, <laughs> food-related, Cheeto-related. It was like $100,000. I missed that. $100,000? And I love Harambe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She does out for look, her It just looks like a normal gorilla. It, <laughs> it looks, looks like a normal gorilla. Wait, are you trying normal. to say all gorillas look like that? What's going on here? Whoa, man? whoa, yeah. Back up, back up. <laughs> <laughs> Not all gorillas look the same. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Pat, thank this you so much. This has been awesome. Thank uh, you for coming on. First of all, on. thank you for of coming on. Thank and you thank you for having four conies during yes. the interview. <laughs> that 
that was impressive. It was my pleasure. That was amazing. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna send you some. Uh, we'll send you some Venmo cash from uh, the show. Yeah. No. Uh, we're, we're gonna wanna, support the, the cause. I want to get you some coins and get you closer. Uh, everybody else in the group, be sure to check out Pat. We'll we'll tweet out your Venmo. Uh, just just shoot me a text with your Venmo. We'll tweet okay. it out so that way all the listeners can uh, can help you out. Two dollars and ten cents. That's all you need right. to do and, to get this man. A and coin. we're gonna follow along the journey, and we will be there for the Kone Partey. Come yes. November. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the journey, guys. <laughs> Thank uh, you, sir. Be sure to follow Pat, everybody, uh, at One K Kony C O N E Y, so you can keep track of all his exploits. Pat, thanks for joining us, man. Cheers. Thank bud. you, buddy. You're welcome. Thanks Go X. <laughs> Fat right. Capel, the Coney Master. Uh, good Lord, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> he, he ate four Coney's while he was on the show. That was so good. <laughs> I, I like how he might not have eaten them until after he got done. And he was saving them. He just was like, I got four just sitting here. And we're like, no, go ahead and eat them. <laughs> okay, cool. I just like wow. to how he was during the interview. He was like, that's three. <laughs> Guys, guys, hold on a second. I just finished the second one. Oh, uh, man, that's good that stuff. That is fantastic. Uh, Scott chimed in and said, since this guy's definitely my long-lost brother, my VM needs to be played now for the show. Uh, Scott, I would love to play your voicemail. It was a little long, dude. Uh, we might have to release that separately uh, tonight. Scott left us the three-year anniversary voicemail he missed last week's and decided to leave us one. Uh he got on us pretty good. He, he ripped us Did pretty he? good on yeah. that one. Yeah, I, I, it was uh, it was pretty good. He was we'll, worried. We'll that definitely it, have to release that as a special cut. Yeah, might have to might have to go standalone. Uh, but let's talk a little NBA playoffs, Scott. Uh, we'll we'll do a little bit of sports, I guess, on sure. this show today. Um, Hard so, to follow that up. With some I know, sports. right, <laughs> dude. A thousand conies. That's so many conies. A thousand conies. He's going to finish well ahead of the pace. <laughs> It's insane. That party at Dana's is going to be awesome. It's going to be lit, as the kids say. And I was going to do it, but I didn't want to sound <laughs> I, stupid. So I, I didn't did want to go there, but it really is. The kids are going to enjoy it. Dude, I actually had a Coney bar at my wedding. Uh, they rolled that out at 10 p.m. We they really out need a, to a figure out the timing. I kind of hope that it happens on a Thursday night. How great would it be if we could wrap up the show and then hit up Dana's and get us our three Coney, uh, what would be the on pace right right <laughs> each right. of us have three conies i'd love Ooh, to get photos man. with patrick yeah i know we gotta we gotta <laughs> definitely do that uh that's, that's so good all right nba playoffs uh the second round being much more entertaining than this the first round was first round we had so many gentlemen sweeps yeah the <laughs> at least the, it's one one in most series except for the warriors and rockets which is 2-0 right now uh that series though so i know you had some strong feelings about that series i didn't have strong feelings i had correct feelings <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they were just they, they weren't strong they were just feelings it's just one of those things that i know things and this was one that was easy this is like breathing i didn't have to think about it oh warriors are playing somebody they were gonna win all right but this was like the one series that they pointed to where it was like the warriors could struggle with Houston, and they clearly aren't. They're dominating Houston. James Harden is getting raked in the eyes. He's trying to draw every foul possible, and he can't, uh, which has sparked debate in any NBA fan. If you go on NBA Twitter, people are ripping James Harden for trying to draw fouls. That had me thinking. So do you remember... Dwayne Wade's patented move where he would pump fake and then jump into the, the guy. Kick. Or, oh, well, no, yeah, he would he pump would, fake, he and, would then, pump fake yeah. and then jump into the guy and draw a foul where Harden is like throwing out his legs. Harden's is way more egregious. 
Okay, not and and not egregious. Who's more annoying with it? Because I Arden. feel like both are super annoying. I I don't I don't think that it was that annoying when Wade did it. It was annoying, I guess, at the time. But when you look at the scope of the way things have evolved over the last few years and all the rules as far as where fouls are called and the landing zone and all that and the way guys are now manipulating those rules, this is way more annoying to me than that was because it was always kind of a thing in the NBA, right, to draw contact, even if it was done in ways that were obvious that they were kind of cheap. It was just an acceptable thing. Right. This is strictly like, oh, I'm going to benefit from this rule of the landing zone where uh, I've, I've extended and now these guys who are just playing defense and coming down and might not necessarily touch me get the foul called because, well, you can't do that by according to the rules. So it just seems cheaper to me. I think that's what kills me is like you're calling a foul after a dude lands. The ball's out of his hands. It's not affecting the shot at all. It's where he's falling on the floor. I, and I just think that call in general is weak. But, man, yeah. I hate those. I hated that Dwayne Wade pump fake uh, lean in. Well, they were, I guess the reason why that didn't bother me nearly as much is because how many people did he get coming in flying who got off their feet and were going for the block? Right. And then, you know, he didn't, he didn't go up for it and then would lean in. And so it was almost like, well, that's their fault because they came flying in overly aggressive on defense. I didn't find it as egregious. I mean, you knew what he was doing. Right. But guys kept falling for it. So at the same time, you're like, well... But you have gonna, to at that point because you, uh, I mean, but when, no, I mean if if you know that that's what he's known. I for. I know that's his mo, and that's his. But the one time you don't do it, he just takes the shot, and then you're giving him an uncontested shot. Yeah, it's I mean, just I don't, such it just, a, uh, it, it, you know, it's cheap, but it seemed it seems <coughs> more egregious now. It, just, it is. I would I would say it's definitely more egregious now because again, at least there was still contact. <laughs> It, it, basically, James Harden right now is like doing uh, the double leg kick from Cobra Kai that Robbie landed in season one. That's essentially what he's going for right now. Cobra Kai, Kicking, dude, have you are you caught up on Cobra Kai? Finished Cobra Kai. Oh my god, I just finished it today. <laughs> what a good show! If you are not watching Cobra Kai on YouTube, you are totally missing out. This show is. Fantastic. We both watched the first and second seasons within two days. Yeah, it was. It, That's how twenty episodes. It is. Twenty episodes. Each one's about a half hour long. If you got YouTube Premium, it's free, and it is such a good show. Okay, so I I gotta ask you then. Let's let's talk over Kai because <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad over. that you've seen put, this. Put the spoiler alert flag <laughs> up. Don't care. We're talking Cobra Kai. It's been the second season's been out since the 24th of April. It's fine at this. If we can watch two seasons in a week, then people can can catch up. It's right. fine, and we'll try. Maybe we won't spoil the end. We won't spoil the end of season two. I don't two. know because the ending of season <laughs> two was the best. <laughs> so if you don't know what Cobra Kai is, the show basically catches up 30 years after The Karate Kid, and it's following Johnny Lawrence, the bad guy from The Karate Kid. He's down on his luck. He's having some trouble, working some odd jobs, living in a crap. Original apartment. actors, by the way. They yes. didn't recast for Yes, this. everybody is the same. Ralph Macchio's in there, still acting Which, terribly because he is the worst actor. And <laughs> the first question I got when I sat down to watch it for my wife was, is Ralph Macchio in this? And I think that was a, you know, a we'll watch it or won't watch it moment. And I'm like, yeah, not only is he in it, he's executive producer. She's like, shut the front door. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's watched two episodes with me. I'm like, that's all it took. The nostalgic factor is off the charts with this show. They do such a good job of weaving back to the original Karate Kid trilogy and like showing clips from the past. Which I'm really glad that they did because I've seen all of the Karate Kid movies. But Even I the one with Jane Smith? Yeah. 
Oh, no, I no, 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 oh, not okay. the remake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant one through three, one through three. No, 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 not the original not the, trilogy only. Not, not the bastardized karate kid. No, 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 no. I've seen all three of them, but I haven't seen all three of them in so long that it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, when they show the flashbacks, oh yeah, I remember that, and yeah, I got that, but without them, if you asked me, all I remember is like the crane kick and right. Mr. Miyagi and Wax on Wax I remember the key iconic moments, and that's it, because I've seen them, but it's been so long, so I, I appreciate the way they weave the old into new at all the key moments. Yes. It's very in your face, like, oh, you don't remember this? Well, hold on. The <laughs> craziest part of the show to me, though, is that this karate tournament when they were like 14 years old changed their lives forever. <laughs> that was the defining moment in both of their lives. That karate tournament sent Johnny Lawrence down this path of being a piece of shit who lives in this crappy apartment <laughs> who can't keep a job. All of a sudden, Daniel LaRusso's a car dealership. He's got a huge house, a smoking hot wife, and then, like, there that it is. was it. There it is, because there's two things that stand out to me in the first two seasons that I can definitively pinpoint, and you nailed one of them. The the woman that they cast is Daniel Russo's wife, smoking hot, way too hot for Ralph Macchio, way too hot for <laughs> Super Ralph Macchio. Hot. I, I, every time I see her in the second half, they don't use her as much. I feel like I kept thinking, "Where's his wife at?" And that's part of the plot line is that he's ignoring her, and you know, yada yada yada. Way but too focused on karate, Daniel. Son, she is hot. <laughs> And I just keep thinking, wow, it, winning the karate tournament changed his life to where he could have been broken out on his ass, and instead he's got this hot wife, and nothing else matters. <laughs> Not that he's a car salesman, so he's just got this super hot wife that without the crane kick wouldn't have been possible. The other thing is that if you, if you were an 80s burnout and haven't figured out life today, that you will be drinking Banquet. <laughs> and that is all you will be drinking. I feel like Core sponsored. Oh, he, they have to be sponsoring because all he does is crush <laughs> Coors. Original Coors in every single scene. But the best is he asks specifically for Coors Banquet. Every and you time. went to it again. The scene where they, they were finally on the same page because multiple times they are friends, they're not friends again and whatnot. They go to the bar and decide to have a drink, and, I, and is it, they say, you know, gotta go have a drink. And I think, all right, well, this is the time. And they go to the bar because all the other times he's drinking alone. He's right. getting a sixer. He's just going to the corner store. He's just buying whatever's cheap. He, dude can't even afford beer. That's how like, – so it's just, all right, well, I guess Coors volunteered to be the, the beer of the loser, which is really weird. But they go to the bar, and he still crushes four Coors while they go there. I love this scene when he goes to the he goes to the corner store by his dojo, and like they make it a point to have him reaching way back in, in the, the corner to grab like the last Coors banquet. That is what that is what just kept sticking out to me. Every scene that had Coors and the hot wife. That's all I can focus on: hot wife and Coors throughout the. That's like the theme of the series for me. And I did see at the beginning that. They do, they do show a product placement <coughs> might happen in this episode. So there's oh, no doubt that Coors, so Coors is definitely paying for this. But seriously, wouldn't you ask, hey, how's our bear going to be used in this? <laughs> well, we're going to use it for the downtrodden character who, who has just been an epic failure his entire no, adult life. Ralph Macchio spun that as the main character will drink nothing but your <laughs> drink the entire show. And Coors is like, yes, we are in. Chips in the table. Let's go. 
But it uh, just leans into, besides that, it just leans into all the 80s campiness and dude, brings it to 20. And I think that's what's the, that's what's the best whatever, part. Whatever uh, so there's a, there's a character in the show, Robbie, who is Johnny Lawrence's son. Uh, they have a, a troubled relationship because, of course, they do. Because Johnny Lawrence lost the karate tournament when he was 14. So, of course, he has a troubled past with this kid. Uh, but Robbie even has, like... The hair of what you picture an '80s right heartthrob would have. It's like, dude, you can't. Well, you've even, you've got Jonathan Taylor Thomas hair in this show <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> well, and then on top of that, so they do the whole nostalgic thing, and it's this blending of modern with the '80s. But the entire soundtrack, I feel like I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Every <laughs> single song is straight from the eighties. It's all eighties, and that's that's one of my favorite scenes in the in the show when uh, Daniel Larusa, Daniel Larusso, and Johnny Lawrence first start bonding. Uh, it's like they're they're kind of bonding, they're feuding, but Ario Speedwagon's on the radio, and both of them are You're like just, Ario. They're both just Who singing, doesn't? take it on the run together, and that's their bonding moment. <laughs> Relationship falls apart. It comes back together. It falls apart again. They're in on it again, off again. It's the the greatest relationship since Ross and Rachel is what we're looking at between oh Daniel and Johnny. God. It's it's who is your top, favorite uh, young character on the show? Because the kids, new character. So there's there's kids. Uh, Johnny Lawrence has restarted Cobra Kai. Uh, Daniel Larusso has restarted Miyagi Do. And there's. Well, another war between the two dojos <laughs> because of course because it has to because <laughs> uh, so, modern day wars so who's your favorite karate kid in this show i i can't remember her name but honestly and i knew i knew how the story like because i say the other thing it's so predictable there's nothing about the show you watch the show and it's like this is gonna happen <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, they telegraph everything but that's straight <laughs> 80 style like the, right. the way it is it's it lends itself to that but um the girl that shows up at the beginning of the second season and ends up being the love interest but she's the bad guy tori yeah yeah, yeah, tori. yeah, yeah. which she specifically says my name's tori with a y <laughs> She is my favorite character because <coughs> she's this badass female. Yeah. And so they they switch off from having all this male-dominated stuff. Oh, testosterone and karate. And here comes this girl who's out here kicking ass, and she's this <laughs> bad guy. And I won't spoil anything as far as how it goes, but she just ends up – I'm convinced they didn't show it, but I swore. I swore she was the one who called the cops in the uh, the party episode. Oh, I think you're right. Because I think you're right. she disappeared and nobody could find her. And yep. then all of a sudden the cops show up. And I thought they're going to reveal that she was the one who called the cops because she was mad at seeing the kiss. Maybe season three. That's where yeah, we find this out. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, between Miguel and Sam. Ugh. But yeah, uh, no, she's my favorite. What about right. you? Hawk. Hawk is hands down my favorite character. <laughs> I hate Hawk because it's so predictable. Dude, here's, okay, here's always that guy. Here's why I love Hawk. Hawk was a nerd who got picked on and bullied in school. With his cleft he has lip. A, yeah, he had a cleft <laughs> lip that was surgically fixed, so kids made fun of him. Uh, his mom called the school and they had like a whole assembly urging people not to bully. And then he takes karate, he joins Cobra Kai, and then becomes a badass because he shows up with the mohawk one day, and now he's super alpha and super aggro, and he's just the shit. And everybody's afraid of Hawk now, never mind the fact that he was Eli two episodes ago. And the best part about it was, so as I'm watching this and I see this transformation, I thought back to like when they first introduced that character, they were, they were like, he's a man of few words, he doesn't say it. So he's the creepy quiet kid yeah. who's always getting picked on. Then he shows up with a, a mohawk and he's ready to fight everybody. 
that dude would be arrested because that school shooter stereotype all over it. Right. Hawk is 100%. He does look like the school Thank shooter. Thank God Cobra Kai saved this school because Hawk would have shot up the school if it wasn't for Cobra Kai. I will say there was a funny moment with Hawk uh, in the trying to get his girlfriend back twist. That threw me. That was. No, the, I, was, was I wasn't expecting one, that. One time I got I surprised. That. That the the entire two seasons. There was one moment where I was like, no, didn't see that coming. Moon, moon <laughs> threw me for a loop on that one. I was like, moon, moon, good for you, girl. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Good God, show. It, he's just so, it, it was very stereotypical of him. Just, well, now he's got tattoos and he's got a mohawk and that's who you're scared of in the 80s and 90s. Anybody who had anything that was slightly different from the norm, they were were bad guys but also he totally it, it, they telegraphed that he's eventually going to get his ass yes. kicked because he tries to be this hard ass well and, and now at, at his heart he's not a hard ass and now i think at the end of season two uh, he is going to be the main villain going forward like that's right. gonna be he's gonna be the the bad guy uh when it comes to to cobra kai uh because johnny lawrence has a change of, change of heart man he just wants to he wants to live his life he doesn't want to start trouble he really struggles with technology <laughs> struggles to the point of unbelievability dude hasn't even logged into the internet they have a, a montage sequence where he's googling the internet and he's trying to jerk off and it, it got really weird <laughs> for a second there the guy have you tried hooking it up to wi-fi of course they did what's wi-fi <laughs> I it's, love that he calls it his his uh, his uh, smartphone too. He just keeps yeah. calling it his smartphone, well, and, and that part was believable. It was believable that he he might not necessarily deal with smartphones because you know old people are like, all right, I'm going to stick with a phone, and that you know, okay, he he's not on Facebook, so he's not hip to that. So all of the Facebook stuff that That's was fine. believable. It was the laptop stuff where it's like, bro, you've never <laughs> did Googled. you turn it on? Yeah, I turned it on, yeah. and and they made the in the montage. It was it was as if he had logged onto. The internet for the first time. It was because you and know what you don't he have. Can't be forty something years old <laughs> and just be logging onto the internet for the first time ever. <laughs> but I guess when you're slugging banquets, you're, you're not thinking about the internet. You're like, uh, how am I going to get this next course? <laughs> don't care about Wi-Fi passwords. Got to get this next course. In. You guys got to go watch Cobra it's Kai. So it is good. the best. Uh, Tabari just dropped a comment in, uh, and it, it logged me out, so now I can't see what it said. No, he said, uh, Mike and Scott are making me want to watch the show, or at least watch them watching new episodes of the show. No, seriously. Dude, that's so, actually a good so idea. We should have filmed show. ourselves. So for two years, a buddy of mine you know, was trying to get me to watch the first season. And then, you know, previews started coming out. Hey, second season, come on. You, did you ever end up watching Cobra Kai? And I'm like, nah, I didn't. You know, I, I'm sure I'd like it. And and my buddy's really good about telling me TV shows that I'd like. Like, he never fails me. Whenever he suggests something, I end up going back into him like, hey, that was awesome. And so I knew about it, but I just wasn't in any hurry to watch it. You tell me, hey, you know, let's watch Cobra Kai. You know, we'll, we'll watch it. Well, it was, it was the post in the, in the group. The and I don't know who posted it in the, the Craft Root Sports Facebook group. And if you guys aren't in there, go join that because it is a ton of fun in there. But somebody had mentioned Cobra Kai and, and season two. And uh, Robert Taylor was talking about it and how great of a show it was. And I was like, all right, I got to give this show a chance. Well, and that is kind of a peer pressure thing where it was just like, you know what? Fine. I know that I've been told a million times and now people are talking about it. And everybody's saying it's good. There wasn't one person that I talked to that had anything bad bad to say about Cobra Kai. So I went into it thinking, all right, I'm going to like this. Yeah. I was more blown away at how much I liked it because of the cheesiness and campiness. And it just harkens back to, it, it's got 
all of the things from Karate Kid, uh, Three Ninjas, just like yes. any <laughs> any early '90s, late '80s teenage story, all mixed in. But you don't see that anymore, and that's I think right. what what makes it really good is that. In 2019, everything's gotten away from that because we realize, yeah, that's not how anything actually works. And everything. and they try to make things modernize, but they can't escape all the 80s tropes. Right, and right. So it's just, well, I don't think they great. want to escape them. I think they want to embrace it, which makes yeah, the show so right. much more fun. Uh, we'll end this discussion on this. Robert Taylor just chimed in and said, officially picked up for a third season. I'm fa- Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad. Because uh, the way they pumped. left it, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. You need to go no. watch it. But the way they left it at the end of the second season, if there was no third season... I'd we'd be right. I'd be really bummed. No, we'd, if there be, was no, ri- we'd yeah. be rioting. There would be no bummed. I'd be rioting. I mean, be, I would angrily no, tweet no. about it, but okay. I'm not really going to. That's what I meant okay. by rioting. <laughs> <laughs> rioting in 2019, bro. I didn't mean actually storming the castle. Hey, meant, YouTube, you suck. I was going to say, I meant sitting <laughs> behind the keyboard and just angrily tweeting away. <laughs> All right, we got about two minutes. Let's talk. <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's talk about something. Uh, All right, Big Three had their draft this week. Did you watch that? Okay, let's talk Big Three for a second. They're not on Fox this year. They signed a deal with CBS. Which is interesting because that means that CBS, like Sportsnet and all that. CBS Sports Network and CBS, which if you saw anything with the AEF, that means CBS is – it's going to be CBS Sports Network. because there's going to be a lot of games that end up not being able to see. Right. That's what happened after the first week in And Fox wasn't – I mean I know Fox Sports isn't a a local station. You you have to have cable to get it. But a lot of cable packages don't have CBS Sports Network. And if I was Ice Cube, after seeing the AAF fall apart being on CBS, I'd be really worried because – the CBS only thing is like I the kiss of that, death, bro. Well, but the only thing I say is the big three doing it differently in that they've already established. They've got two seasons under their belt, very successful. Everybody, you know, enjoys the product <laughs> that they put out there. <laughs> and so I feel like <laughs> you just sprayed yourself in that with beer. Classic. Um, Pepper beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> double bug. Um, and it. so I, I feel like they're not going to suffer the same fate. But it, it is a little concerning. No, I don't think they're going to like fold because of it. No, but no, I do no, I think know. they're going to suffer. I was just going to say numbers wise. It's just it's not it's not the greatest. I, I mean, I almost would have made sure in that deal that they they had a certain amount of nationally televised games on CBS, right? And right. like, okay, we know that it's going to be on the CBS family, and that means that some of these games will be relegated to the network. But you've got to make sure that we can be seen because what's the point of moving from FX, which is niche, niche? 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 I don't know how that word goes. Nichey. Nichey. There we go. Nichey. <laughs> it's Nichey. Niche. Don't be my Nichey. Be my Nichey. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, if that is to where only so many people can get it on, you know, the, the Fox Sports Networks, why would you go to somewhere where it kind of is the same thing, only worse? Because right. more people have the Fox Networks than do the CBS, so... Who do you think? I think they'll be all right. Who do you think is going to win the big three this year? Because they did something cool with their draft where they did a lottery for every Who's got round. Um, that's a good question. I that's, don't that's know. That's who I'm picking to win. Because <laughs> I didn't see the results of the draft, but whoever has Gilbert Arenas. Oh, right. it's uh, okay. Gilbert Arenas is uh, he's the captain of the team that I think is going to win, the enemies. Enemies have Gilbert yeah. Arenas as their captain. They've also got Lamar Odom as uh, co-captain. Uh, Royce White, Craig Smith, Frank Robinson. As Craig long as Jones the coke is flowing, they'll be all right. <laughs> There was a uh, kind of awkward for Lamar Odom to be at that draft uh, in Las Vegas where he almost died. That was kind of uh, back to the scene of the crime, huh? He uh, NHL hockey talk. (laughs) Uh, The Blue Jackets are are 
doing things. They're up on the Bruins. Uh, and my other favorite team, the Carolina Hurricanes, are also leading their their series. We could see Blue Jackets Hurricanes in the uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's insane. To think. Nobody, right? Nobody saw that coming, right? Just in general, I was looking at the the final eight teams just uh, before the show started looking, and I I I was familiar with them all, but just seeing them all in the brackets, I thought, wow, there's no really favorite teams. I guess the Sharks are the most favorite team right. I, of all. Yeah, of them. probably. I guess you could maybe argue the Bruins because Boston, but just in general, if you looked at start of the year and teams that are left. These are some very unexpected matchups, and if you play it all the way out, and they kind of if the Blue Jackets somehow end up in the finals, it just it's kind of mind blowing based on how everything started and right, and even the, even how the playoffs started. Well, and, and considering the Blue Jackets end backed into the playoffs, played the the number one right. team, played the the uh, President's Cup Trophy winners, and then douse the ice with them uh, to move on. And then Carolina becomes the fan favorite with their celebrations and they move on. They, I'm super pumped for these. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. By the way, uh, just a quick update for you. Philadelphia is currently up 79 66 over Toronto. Uh, that series tied one, one currently. Mm. You still feeling good about your Toronto pick? Absolutely. Okay. Drake. Yep. Drake. Wow, too soon. Bro. Drake. Just throwing that out there. Just, I'm just saying both like skinned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> Should we move into consumer to Canada? I think we should. Yeah. Uh, it's more maybe. For you. Yeah, well, okay. That's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> consumer to Canada brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Uh, we get just about every beer here on the show from Tavor. You can get beers from them, too, as long as you don't live in Michigan. Uh, just go download their app, Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. Use the code 258023. That's 258023. At the checkout screen, you're going to get $10 off your second order. Uh Consumer Canada also brought to you by Morning Recovery from More Labs. Go to morelabs.com. Uh, oops, that says 10%, but it's actually 20%. You get 20% off if you use the code SPORTS at More Labs. Oh, yeah. It's 10% off dugout mugs. Yeah, 20% that's off. threw me off. There's numbers. Like, it's what? numbers. Yeah, I can't the keep numbers threw all. me off. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, uh, 20% off at More Labs. A uh, lot of people have been redeeming that code and using that. Uh, so Appreciate you. Honestly, like... Use that code. You will it's not be sorry. Stuff. It really helps. I just ordered us some more because we're out, and I'm going to need it doing this show. <laughs> uh, beer of the Week, Mexican Chocolate Stout from Copper Kettle Brewing Company, Denver, Colorado. Scott, I'll throw it to you first on this one. Consume. I don't have much to say about this beer. It's good. It's interesting. Uh, you know, anytime you get something different with the spices and the chocolate, it... It's definitely got a, uh, a, a Hispanic flair to it, and uh, definitely something that I would try out if it. But it, it's a consume. I don't remember how much it costs, so I can't really mm. comment on whether yeah, money wise it was worth it. But in general, solid beer, good stout. I, I, I think I enjoy the whole you know novelty of having the spices in there because you've got that kick that comes on the back end, and so uh, it's a consume for me. It's different. Um, I felt like I wanted more of that pepper flavor. Like at first, it felt like there was some good heat from it, and then as I drank it, it did not. It seemed a little muted as it went on. Really hurts when it gets in your eye. That's a <laughs> negative on this one. That that kind of knocks it down a few pegs. Uh, but it's a solid beer. It's a solid stout. I would have to can it though. Um, mm. I'm gonna and and I feel like 
I feel like if you had asked me this a year ago, this would have been an immediate consume, and I probably would have loved it, but I, my palate has changed thanks to these damn IPAs, and uh, this one just isn't one that's really... Uh, it's it's not really getting to me. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like my my palate for stouts has just changed because because of our IPA awareness and it, I'm I'm trying to keep I'm trying to focus this beer just on its own merit and not compare it to the IPA. I'm, I'm trying to, to too, but like I'm not. There's nothing about this beer that makes me be like I'm ordering that one again. And and I feel like that's like that's fair. The beers that we've had recently. Every time we get one, I'm like, "Yep, I'm getting that one." I want to. As soon as I see that one again, I'm for sure. It. This isn't a no doubter. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor and More Labs. Um, all right, let's get into our poll this week, uh, Scott. Why don't you remind the people what the poll question is while I go and vote on it? <laughs> our poll question this week was: Would you rather uh, be forced to eat a thousand conies within a year's time, or have the Avengers Endgame? Uh, ending spoiled for you uh, just minutes before you saw the movie. Mike, did you vote, and what do you have? Uh, I did not vote yet, but um, I would rather have uh, the end game spoiled for me just because, uh, again, I'm not... Coming strictly I'm, from I'm, a non-Marvel yeah, non fan. From the beginning. Uh, what's um, your vote on this one? I went back and forth, and age and, and guest through testimony <laughs> That it's insane to eat 1,000 conies within a year. Shout out Patrick for being able to do it, but he's still young enough to pull it off. Um, <laughs> it just sounds absurd, and I really think that I it, I would regret the conies thing more so than I would looking back on, oh, man, I could have just you know still enjoyed the, the movie. But you know what? After spending 11 years waiting for that culmination, I would do the challenge just because yeah, I want to see if, how, how well I could do in it. I don't think that there's any way I could get to a thousand. Let's be honest, but I think I could put a pretty sizable down. I know, like Patrick mentioned, four hundred is nothing. I could get to four hundred easily. That's not it's bad the, at it's all. It's the yeah. next six hundred that would be right. A <laughs> so I, I would want to do it just for that, and so I, I'd say I'll go on ahead and, and do the the conies because I don't want the movie ruined for me, and I did not have the movie ruined for me, so I'll just I'll go with that. I'd now the other thing is. Tickets for the movie cost about twelve bucks. Mm, that's a good point. I the didn't fact think that about you're that. Dropping, it's almost three thousand dollars if you're uh, Patrick on this challenge. <laughs> little absurd. Little absurd. <laughs> so if it came down to just money, I would actually have to say, yeah, just spoil the ending for me because I can't afford the Coney challenge. But all right. Well, when we combine Twitter so and Facebook, uh, the people have voted. 68% say they would rather eat 1,000 conies in a year than have a move, than have Endgame. The force is strong with the MCU. <laughs> it, it really is. is. Uh, it's crazy that people are that invested in this movie that they that would means, rather... That means you need to get on board, bro. I, I really do. I, I know I do. And uh, I appreciate you helping me out to get on board with it. Hey, RIP to Peter Mayhew, the original Chewbacca. That's sad news, man. Right as we were coming on the air. Died like right before that. earlier this evening. Natural causes, but... Princess Leia, now Chewbacca, gone from the can original you do a cast. Chewy, can you do a Chewy thing for us? I've never been able to. <laughs> Solid. Was that pretty good? That was good. All right, I good, like good. that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been able to do it for whatever reason, so I didn't want to try. But you know what? 
You're, you're my co-pilot. Right? All right, not bad. All I'll right. be on solo. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys I for shot tuning first, in. By the way, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Crafty Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Verlon. Follow Joe at Go Jolie Go Jolie or Joe Goalie for. Uh, he's never here. I don't know. Like, should we even follow him? Uh, hit up the drunk line anytime you want. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Also, special shout out to Patrick Capel for joining us today. Thanks, bro. Be sure to follow his journey as he goes for a thousand cones. He's at 1K Coney on Twitter. Thanks, Pat, for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. Shout out 12 Ounce Sports for hosting us. Uh, be sure to tune in for the Primetime Angle Show following us. Uh, thank you guys so much. Cheers, everybody. Peace, we out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.